Welcome to The Whore Next Door. My name is Kim, and I'm The Whore, and this week's episode is brought to you by me trying to record this episode a million fucking times and then deleting it. What's up, you guys? How are you? I am having a tough time with the words today, and instead of beating around the bush, I figured I would just be honest. I have thought a lot about what I want to say in this episode, and yet I can't seem to pull my thoughts together. So, (sighs) here goes attempt number fucking 500. Uh, You guys noticed that I pulled the podcast down for the past two weeks, and that's because I accidentally sent my parents a link to the podcast, and I panicked, and so I privated everything and uh, hid hid my RSS feed, which is just how it goes from my streaming site to all the sites that you guys are listening on right now. This is so... Um, Okay. So initially, I wanted to just... Well, I didn't want to, but I thought, like, fuck, now I need to just delete the entire podcast and get rid of all evidence of this because I never want my parents to see this or to listen to this. And then after that initial fear wore off, um, I spent a lot of time thinking about why do I want my parents not to hear this or my family, and it's because... I encourage you guys to judge me, but I don't like the idea of my family judging me for this. What's up, mom and dad, if you're listening? Uh, I worked really, really hard on this podcast over the past year, and although it may seem very silly to you guys, this this thing that I've created means so much to me (laughs) and I've really poured my heart into it and I've poured my heart out on it. It's my therapy. Like this started because of a bad breakup and it turned into so much more for me. It's turned into, it's turned into a way for me to learn about myself and And to have a place to put all these thoughts that I'm not comfortable putting out anywhere else in the world. Like the things I talk about on here, I don't, a lot of it, I've never even told anybody in my real life. And, and, and then also in saying that this podcast has become my real life. You know, at first it was just a silly thing where I just shit out of my mouth for like an hour every week and just put it out there for nobody. <laughs> nobody was listening. 
and I kept doing it. And, and so I was so honest because I didn't think anybody was listening because they weren't. And then, uh, you know, I started to get some listeners and some followers, but not many. And, you know, I still don't have that many. But the thing is, is that over the course of the past 40 episodes, I fucking, I've just fallen in love with you guys. And God, is that cringy and trashy. And you know what? That's who I am. I'm fucking cringy and sometimes super trashy. (laughs) And I don't mind if you guys judge me because you've been here. Like, you've earned your spot. You've earned your right to think whatever you want about me. And I also don't have to face you, really, you know? Like, the people who reach out aren't reaching out with hate. They're being supportive. and, And you guys are just, like, my people, at this point. Um, but I, I do have people outside of this. And I'm worried about what they would say. And initially, I thought it was like as simple as, oh, I don't want to hear my mom or have my mom and dad hear me talking about sucking dick. And guess what? Like, I really don't. I don't want them to hear me talk about that. Because I feel like that's just weird, weird. It's just weird and kind of inappropriate. But, but it goes beyond that. It's, I don't want my parents to judge me. I don't want them to hear what I have to say about life and my own life and my relationships and for them to think badly of me. Um, but I'm an actual woman now, you know, and... They've known me for a really long time, you guys. Like, my whole life, they've known me. And and while I think that they would be a bit shocked if they ever listened, I don't think that they would be terribly surprised. Um, also, there are some episodes. So, when you guys are listening to this, um, almost all of the episodes should be back up on the site. But there are some that will be missing, and that's because there are some things that I talked about on here that I'm not comfortable with anybody, like with just anybody having access to. So my long-term plan is to um, create a Patreon at some point in the future, and I will put up the um, missing episodes behind a paywall. And that's just to kind of protect myself because while I've always been brutally honest, um, there are some things that I would prefer not be so out in the open and so shareable um, and accessible to everyone. And, And also doing that, like knowing that I can create a space for those extra sensitive episodes Um, allows me to keep being honest on here because when I decided that I was going to keep doing the show I thought like well fuck now I'm not going to want to be honest or say what I'm really thinking or just run my mouth because I'm going to be worried about who's listening to it Um, but hey mom and dad if you are listening I love you guys so so much and it would kill me if 
this disappointed you because this podcast is such a reflection of who I am and it's something that I'm so proud of and I hope that you can get past whatever stigmas you have about the name and and really um and really hear what I have to say about my life even the bits that are really uncomfortable um And to, to my parents and friends in general outside of here, uh, I just want to say that I'm sorry for the things that you hear on this podcast that I've never told you to your face. And it's nothing against who you guys are or how I feel about you. It's just that there's a lot of things that I would much rather not say to somebody's face because a lot of it is really painful and a lot of it is difficult to explain. And so sometimes it's easier if I can just say it without hearing somebody's response. And some of it I haven't even come to terms with yet. And so I just don't know how to say it to you. And... And I just hope that, I hope that you can see that this isn't about you or my relationship with you. It's about me and and my relationship with myself. And, And for any of this that was hurtful to anybody, I'm sorry. I'm really, really sorry. And I hope that you guys will forgive me. Um... Well, that was fucking depressing as fuck. (laughs) Anyways, so that's what's happening. That's what's been going on. That's why I've been missing. And now I'm back. Here we are. What's up, you guys? How are you doing? Um, I hope everybody's doing well. I'm doing fine. (laughs) Did I really sell that? I'm I'm doing really well, you guys. I swear. Uh, I really want to have a glass of wine right now to make this not so fucking difficult. But I have been aggressively flirting with alcoholism lately. <laughs> and so I'm trying to just deal with life instead. And I don't mean that I'm, like, getting blackout drunk. But I'm having, like, two glasses of wine a day. Which... No, isn't the most wine in the whole world. I could be doing better. (laughs) I could be doing more. But I think I'm, I go through waves of this where it's like I'll get into this habit of just coming home and having a glass of wine or two glasses of wine. And it's like, for what? Why am I doing it? Like, And usually the answer is because I'm fucking avoiding dealing with something going on in my life. And so it's easier to just take the edge off and be able to not think too hard about anything in particular. And I guarantee that the reason I want a glass of wine right now is because recording this episode is really hard. (sighs) Because it involves a whole lot of fucking vulnerability and being insecure and being worried about what other people think of me. It's not easy, you guys. What a first world problem. Um, so anyways, 
I've just basically been putzing along through life the past couple of weeks. I've been having a good time with good people and nothing really new on the dating front. Um, I think I, last time I talked to you guys, I think I was talking to a few people on Bumble, but then I just got sick of Bumble all over again, so I stopped talking to everybody. And yeah, I... I th- first of all, so this is so stupid, but I think I need to switch to Hinge. Like, I think that um, Bumble was like a good app the last time I was single, but this time around, I feel like the quality on there is just not great. And I've run into a few X's on Bumble, which means that absolutely the quality is not great. <laughs> I'm mean. Um, but anyways, I'm thinking of switching to Hinge because... The profiles, especially in like, there's there's no one thing that's making me not enjoy the Bumble experience. I think it's just that overall, I'm not meeting or seeing the kind of people that I would actually want to meet on there. And so it feels like a big old waste of time. And believe me, I've lowered my standards in an attempt to make it work. But even then, I'm just like, okay. I have to draw the line somewhere. And once I've drawn that line, I'm left with like nothing on there. Uh, I want somebody who feels worth my time and nobody, nothing, (laughs) nobody and nothing feels worth my time at the moment. Um, I've been getting back into art. I don't even know if you guys know this about me. I love making art. And I've been watching a lot of YouTube videos uh, by this one artist. His name is Jazza. He's Australian. I think his YouTube channel is just called Jazza. You should absolutely go look him up. He's a fabulous, fabulous artist. And I kind of fell down the rabbit hole of his videos. And it inspired me to, to try out different mediums that I don't usually work with. Um, or don't feel very comfortable working with, like, uh, fucking, what are they called? Jesus Christ. (laughs) Colored pencils. (laughs) Had to really dig deep for that one. Um, Colored pencils. So anyways, I've been getting back into drawing. I love painting. I used to paint a lot, and I used to make these giant electric tape murals like you know the black electrical tape that you use to like wrap loose wires um I would use that to make these murals on my wall uh and in my current place I've chosen to go other directions and I'm just like missing that creative outlet and especially the past two weeks not having the podcast as my creative outlet I kind of turned towards drawing, and so I've been drawing a lot. This is all very riveting. I'm sure this is, like, what you wanted to come back to after my absence is me talking about using colored pencils. Uh, But that's fucking life, you guys. You know, sometimes you're just out there getting dick, and sometimes you're fucking coloring. (laughs) And there's really no gray area for me. It's either I'm super social and out living my fucking best life, or I am in my house not speaking to anybody, also living my best life. Oh, you guys, speaking of people that I talk to, 
um, Purple Shirt and I were talking briefly the other day, and, oh, I do know what sparked it. He posted something about, like, uh, having a broken bone or something, and not, he doesn't, but I mean, <laughs> this is not important. Um, and I said, oh, my body is living proof that life goes on after broken bones because I've broken so many fucking bones. And he messaged me back and said, oh, fuck, I want to tell you guys the exact quote. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, my God, you guys are so patient. Okay, he said, everything I know about you would indicate that you're unbreakable. And I just thought that was so super sweet. And also... So I texted, I texted it to my best friend to be like, haha, look what somebody said about me. <laughs> and she was like, it's true. And I thought that was so cool because you have this idea in your head of what you think other people think about you. And I'm always wrong, <laughs> always wrong about what other people think of me. Um, but I never thought of myself as somebody that other people would look at and be like, yeah, that girl's fucking unbreakable. Like, she could handle anything that comes her way. And I love that that's what he thinks about me. Um, I also love when people call me smart. I would rather be called smart or unbreakable than fucking anything else. Like, because that's what's truly important to me. Like, um, my fucking... Like... Those are traits that, to me, really matter in a person. It's like, if I was with this person, would I trust them to be able to make good choices? <laughs> and not that I make great choices, you guys, but I like that people think I'm smart. <laughs> and, like, would this be somebody that I could overcome anything with? Like, I... I want that kind of person. I want a partner who I think is unbreakable. I want I want somebody with fucking grit and life experience. And I want them to be so emotionally aware and intelligent. And I don't want them to say things that make me want to stab my eyes out. Because when I talk to people on Bumble, that's what happens. I get like a day and a half into the conversation and I want to gouge my fucking eyes out because these people are such trash and for somebody they're going to make an amazing partner and clearly it's just that like they are not right for me they're not a bad person well some of them are bad people but it's not that they're a bad person it's just that it's not a good fit for me they don't have the traits that I'm looking for and I'm essentially just looking for the male version of myself I'm such a fucking narcissist. I just want the boy version of me. Except for I want him to be better at life than me. <laughs> and also, like, I want him to have friends so that I can just, like, borrow his friends. I have friends too, but, like, we're getting to the point in life where we're not really making many new friends. And so I really love to just, like, enjoy somebody else's friends. Um, oh my god, that reminds me. Okay, so I went to go take myself out to dinner the other night and went to this like little dive bar by my house that has fucking amazing chili. And I said, like, the bar was completely crowded. It was a Wednesday, which is really weird because I don't, I just didn't know why everybody was. Anyways, so there was one open chair. There was a girl, like, the 
seat was turned, so I thought maybe the girl next to it was like saving it for somebody. So I was like, hey, is this available? And I sat down and then she turned to me and she's like, can I ask you something? And I was like, oh my God, I've already fucked this up. Um, but no, she started asking me about the neighborhood because she was going to go house hunting right afterwards and like had a showing at um, a condo nearby. And so I was talking to her for a little while and then um, she was getting ready to leave and she fucking paid for my drink, which was so sweet. Like just the coolest cool chick move of all time. And then I was like, oh, well, let me give you my number. Like a fucking adult, you guys. I exchanged numbers with another adult woman and like not in a sexual way. Like, I think I might have a new friend. Is this, is this how we make friends? Is this what friendship is, you guys? You guys? Um, yes, I'm very excited about my new friend. It's going well. She texted me the other day and I totally forgot to respond and I'm just remembering that now, so I probably should. So like, already 10 out of 10 friendship. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, my whole point is like, it's just hard to make friends. It's hard to find partners who you feel like you're compatible with. And sometimes I'm very jealous of people who have very, very low standards or just like, um, I don't know. I don't want to be rude here and be like, oh, they're just simple creatures because I've made that mistake in the past of calling somebody that. Uh, but it's like a certain kind of mentality of like somebody who just wants to get married. And so they find somebody and they get married. And I'm just not like that. Like I do that with other things in my life. Like I want my kitchen to be redone. I can do that. I'll make it happen. But when it comes to relationships, I'm just so insanely particular about who I'm going to be spending that time with that I cannot imagine just making up my mind being like, by 2021, I want to be married. So I'm just going to scoop up whatever guy comes along. And then not only that, but let's say I like do have that mentality. I don't know how these girls are fucking locking these guys down. Like, I, I, I just don't get it. I can't even get somebody to commit to a conversation. How are they getting somebody to commit for life? It just fucking blows my mind. Um, so anyways, I bought some Ben and Jerry's. So I will be spending my week having a threesome with Ben and Jerry. The three of us will just be holed up in my house all week long, enjoying each other's company. Um... And besides that, you guys, nothing really is new. Just chugging along, being the fucking just awkward, embarrassing shit that I have always been. Um, and I don't really have anything else to talk about. <sighs> it feels good to be back. The beginning was rough, you guys, trying to explain all of this. But now that I have... And this conversation is done with, I can just, <laughs> if my parents ever find the podcast, I'll just point them to this episode and be like, there you go. We'll talk afterwards. Uh, I love you guys. Have a fucking incredible week. Uh, buy some ice cream. Find men to talk to. And then please teach me how it's done. And, and I love you guys. I will talk to you next week. Goodbye.
What's up, my little horror nuggets? Hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Just wanted to remind you to go rate and review on iTunes. Obviously, five stars is always appreciated, but any kind of feedback helps. And as always, you can contact me on Twitter at whore underscore next or email me at thewhorenextdoorpodcast at gmail.com. Love you guys. Goodbye.